There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Yes, yes. Welcome into the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. Unique pick six this week, uh, not in the fact that anybody's going to go above 500, of course, but in the sense that uh, I was in a meeting in the KFNS business offices and producer Joe and G Unit were ready to go. Producer Joe and the Mark Hanna Evergreen Wealth Strategies phone lines and G Unit and the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Um, but the meeting uh, was taking place, and so they did their picks. And so I guess, Gangster Pete, I'll just be throwing to their picks. Is that how we're going to do it? I'll throw to their picks? We- uh, yeah, you can just do yours now. Okay. And then I've got it set up where I can just add those on to the, to the God end. God bless America. Well, there you go. Uh, so that is uh, what our situation is this week. It doesn't really matter. It's the same kind of situation. I read from the weatherman. Uh, what he did? What did, you got the sheet right here? I just walked into the studio three and three. He went three and three. Joe went two and four. G unit three and three. Nobody can get on a heater here. Um, Tread and water. It really is. And so uh, weatherman's twenty two and thirty one on the year. Five and four on locks. Prod Joe is twenty three and thirty one. Four and five on the locks. G unit twenty six and twenty seven. Four and five. Ah man, I'd, I'd like somebody to be like really good or I guess really bad. But at the same time, as I say that 22 and 31 is pretty fucking bad. So <laughs> I, I guess maybe I, I should, uh, I guess, look in the mirror, so to speak. All right, here's what he's got. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. A very curious week as lots of teams are on bye week. You know that I like my big 10 West unders and nearly all of those teams are off this week. Still lots of value, but this is a time to watch for teams that you just want the season to end or are playing more freshmen for 2020. We see quite a few. Um, with that said, right to the picks, Indiana minus 11 versus Northwestern. The Wildcats appear to be a team that once down 10 or 14, just quits. Their 20, nothing loss to Iowa was essentially a 13, nothing loss with a bad pick early. The total here is 44. If it was 48 plus, I'd jump on the under, but I think the Hoosiers may take this week to slap Northwestern around. They're already bowl eligible. And this is one of the rare games where they should win easily. Two uh, things on that. Oh, what do we got? We got, got minus 10 and a half, which is good. Wow. And Joe picked that game also, which is bad. Yeah, that is bad. That is bad. Although this this year, the weatherman is the one who's the cooler. Uh, Florida, plus six and a half. I'm, first time I'm reading this email, so that's interesting. He's got Florida. We have plus six on that, and that was G-Unit's lock of the week. Was Florida. Yep. Wow. Florida plus six versus Georgia. In this matchup, almost always take the points. I'm surprised that it isn't plus three or plus four. Georgia has largely underwhelmed. Wish I was getting a full touchdown, but Florida coach Dan Mullen is a dog at Florida, overperforms, and often wins straight up. They're both coming off the bye week, but I like Florida's trending more over the last three games. Went over Auburn, lost to LSU, but a good fight and a dominant win at South Carolina. Gimme Gator. Next up, Washington plus three and a half versus Utah. Did you know that Chris Peterson, the Washington coach, is 17-5 and following a loss? I like the refocus here. Utah knows what they are, a better version of Cal, where they try to win every game 24-14. I think the coaching matchup is a push, but Washington has the better quarterback here. I like the points, and I like that it's in Seattle. Tennessee, minus 11 versus Alabama-Birmingham. Minus 13. Wow. I wonder if that's going to change his... 
I don't know. I mean, it's an email, so I can't. Uh, he he will he'll move on half points, much less two points. Let's see if it says anything in here. This is an under the radar play. Guess I guess not. If it's yeah. moved two fucking points, this is an under the radar play, but one that the sharps are on. Obviously, Tennessee is trending much better now in year two under Jeremy Pruitt. Even at three and five, Tennessee can still make a bowl. Last three games, win over Mississippi State, lost to Alabama, win over South Carolina. All three covered. I like this opportunity, even with the double-digit number. UAB is typically strong as a dog, but not against SEC schools. SEC schools. Later in the year, their depth gets exposed against Power 5. And USC, plus 5 versus Oregon. The Pac-12 is... Plus 4.5. Plus 4.5. Joe went the other way. Oh, there we go. USC, plus 4.5 versus Oregon. The Pac-12 is notorious for these spots when a team that is up for a playoff spot has a road game. Team comes in and blows it to an underdog. USC is getting five against the Ducks, four and a half. And this is a last stand game for Troy Helton. On top of this, I do not trust Mario Cristobal in those road games. It's that simple. They won at Washington two weeks ago and then survived Washington State. I don't think they can do a third straight high leverage game. USC is not perfect, but their last three have mattered. Tight loss at USC. Yeah, what's that? That doesn't make sense. USC is not perfect, but their last three have mattered. Tight loss at USC. Was that UCLA? No, because they played at UCLA usually in November. I have no idea. This is the problem when I'm not paying attention. <laughs> I come up and I just read an email. Win at Arizona. Win, but not cover at Colorado. Still, I saw a team fight back in elevation in Boulder. Down 10 late to win. So there it is. The weatherman. Uh, and his lock. Let's see what we got. His lock is the Colorado UCLA over of 64 or 64 and a half. He says, I normally, what do we got? 64 and a half. Drat. I normally try to avoid the overs, but these are two wretched defenses, especially Colorado. Excellent skill players, and the receivers are finally healthy and a horrible defense. UCLA appears to finally hit its stride on offense as well, similar to the end of last year under Chip Kelly. UCLA at minus seven is tempting, but the better play here is the over. There it is. The weatherman. I've said it before. I like his picks, uh, and the majority of those I am familiar with. It's tough on the Pac-12 because I don't pay much attention to the Pac-12, but I do know that those teams score kind of like that. Um, and then uh, he ha- he does seem like he's pretty damn good when it comes to the Big Ten. Does see that? I mean, that's where he's. he's I like that Iowa Indiana guy. pick. Yeah, that's one I was eyeing before. Yeah. Um, so the weatherman's picks are in. I am now throwing to the recorded producer Joe and G unit exchange take a listen for these picks that if they're lucky will go 40 percent against the spread ryan kelly's the home loan expert and he is the sponsor of our studios here on the tim mckernan show without him we don't have a podcast so make sure you're supporting our sponsor ryan kelly the home loan expert.com and with interest rates dropping and this being home buying season this is a prime time to get in and get yourself a great rate and lock in. Or if you want to refinance, now's the time to do so. Ryan Kelly's the person to do it with. He is online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, the studio sponsor of this program. Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. After a three and three week last week, it is G Unit's turn to pick six. Thank you very much, Pete. Number one pick. Thursday night football, Halloween special, Arizona Cardinals, San Francisco 49ers, 43 over. The total over 43. I locked this in at 42 and a half uh, earlier this week. I love this game. Uh, new weapon uh, for Jimmy G, a little guy named Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, had a touchdown last week. 
And he's going to have another touchdown this week and a whole bunch of more yards. And I think that Arizona is going to get theirs at home, kind of like Arizona getting the 10 points too, but we'll stay away from that just because the Niners have looked so good. And Thursday night's tough to pick generally, but I, I, I like the points. Thoughts, Pete? I think the Niners are going to roll them. I know that's about as square of a pick as you can get. So I think they're going to score a lot. If Arizona can put up a few touchdowns, a couple touchdowns, I think you're going to be good. So I kind of like it. All right. Number two, Houston versus Jacksonville in London. And I'm going to take the over again, 46 total points, it seems to me. Now, granted, I did absolutely no research on this. but That's it just, good. People it, love that. It just seems that, that – that uh, these London games are high scoring. I think that uh, there's kind of a, a bit of uh, NFL cooking going on there to, to make them fun for the audience in London. Uh, and these two teams, you know, at least Houston has a, a very electric uh, offense. And in Jacksonville, they, they can compete. Um, I'm, I'm looking at like a 34 to 24 game. So the over 46 looks good. I Originally, I liked Houston. Minus one and a half now it opened at minus two and a half ticked the opposite way that I would have expected and so that scared me off Houston so I'm staying away from uh, from the side but I will take the total over 46 thoughts Pete that one worries me a bit no JJ Watt I think that Jacksonville's going to try to keep Deshaun Watson off the field they're going to run a lot with Fournette so I could see that going under hmm. interesting interesting all right. Uh, number three, New York Jets minus three at Miami Dolphins. Um, this line is saying that it's a pick em on a neutral field. You're giving Miami a, a, a three-point cushion for home field. Now, I don't know if you'd even get that. I don't know how many people are going to those games when, when you can't get a win. But I think people look at this and they say, if Miami's going to get a win, it would be this game. So what's the likelihood of them going 0-16? Well, I don't know if that's the right way to look at it. I just think the Jets are a better team, um, and I, I think they're probably going to win pretty handily. Miami, we saw them come out with that uh, two-touchdown lead on Pittsburgh, and still it was a no-doubter almost the whole time. I, I mean, there was no question Pittsburgh was going to come back and win the game, and then they won it by 13 points. I mean, a pretty embarrassing scene down there. So i, I got to take the Jets until Miami proves that they're, they're not just terrible. We got the Jets minus 120 in that one. So minus three, minus 120. Yep, minus three, minus 120. It's a little close to Halloween's. Hopefully Darnold's not seeing ghosts, 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 ghosts. <laughs> All right, number four, the New York Giants at home versus the Dallas Cowboys. And I've said this before, I love these home dogs in the NFC East. And that's plus seven, plus 100, right? That's correct. Yeah, I love these home dogs. You know, And, and quite frankly, I, I kind of like the Giants to – to pull the upset in this spot, um, this is a Monday night football game. So so you have a home dog, NFC East, Monday night football. I take the home dog in Monday night football automatically anyways, but especially in this division. And the Giants, you know, they're still not dead. Um, I think they have high hopes, even though I wouldn't bet on them to, to do anything in the long stretch. But uh, I like them this Monday night. Pete? This is a scary game. This reminds me of uh, college when you're chasing losses and you have to bet on the Monday night game. I'm glad I don't have to. Well, that's a, that's why it, it's not as scary when you're making the bet before you're you've already lost a ton of money over the weekend, right? Right. This is a this is a flip to me. So on the on the point spread, yeah. Flip. Yeah, I, I I like the Giants. All right, number five, 
Los Angeles Chargers plus three and a half versus Green Bay. Um, I love this game. This might be my biggest biggest bet of the week, even though it's not my lock, because uh, you really never know. Um, I think the the Packers have have somehow been undervalued this year, which is really unusual because they're usually overvalued. Uh, but they're better than the the betting line has been almost week to week. That it's it's set and people still doubt them and they come and they cover. Uh, but this is also the time of the year that the Chargers always pick it up, at least the last, you know, half decade or so. It's, it's crazy. They, they get themselves in a hole at two and four or three and five, and then they turn it on and rattle off, you know, seven or eight in a row and find their, themselves uh, getting in the playoffs or at least trying to in the last week or two. So uh, at home, it, it's, a, it's a long trip for Green Bay and, and getting three and a half points especially here, I love it, because 88% of the public is on Green Bay. So that's the number one public bet game if you're taking out the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, not knowing whether or not Mahomes is going to play. So that's kind of off the board. The Packers, 88% of the public's on them. Love Chargers. Pete? Normally, I would love this pick. Uh, I'm just going to stay away with it, stay away from it, just because Aaron Rodgers has been so good lately, which has really opened up that running game. They just they scare me. They're just they seem to be firing on all cylinders right now, which is probably why eighty eight percent of the public is on the Packers. So I don't like that. So I would just stay away. But uh, if I had to pick it, I'd be on the Chargers too. All right. So there's your five picks, and Tim is still in his meeting. So we're gonna go ahead and get your lock right now too. So G Unit, what is your G Unit lock of the week? My lock is in college. Before I get into it, Pete, I want to say, just kind of rattle off these top public bets because we had talked right before we started recording. I like Denver at home uh, getting three points against the Browns. And the Browns, 81% of the public's on them. Uh, A lot of that action probably happened uh, before Flacco was was deemed out. So seemingly even a higher percentage of public is going to be on them now. The line hasn't really moved. Vegas doesn't value Flacco for what, maybe a half point? And then the 49ers are the next next uh, favorite public betting team. So uh, also the next one is the Colts. 73% of the public's on the Colts. And you'll obviously know that Joe, producer Joe, is on the Colts, and, and he'll lose that bet. So <laughs> keep that in mind. But my lock of the week, NCAA, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm taking the Florida Gators and the points, six points they're giving me versus Georgia. Uh, I'm not a very good college better, but this one seems like a, a guaranteed win. Florida's got a chance to to win the game outright, but it's certainly going to be close. I mean, hell, if you if you watch the Georgia-Kentucky game a few weeks ago, uh, Georgia is not who we thought they were at the beginning of the year. And Florida, uh, they've only lost to LSU at LSU. So I'm loving what they're doing. And if you look at some of their like opponents, South Carolina, Fl- Florida played them certainly better than Georgia did. Uh, so I think Florida wins this game outright, so I'm going to take the points plus six. I like Florida in that game too. I don't think Georgia's as good as people thought. I think Florida's better than people thought. You got a rivalry game, neutral site. I'll take six points all day with Florida. Thank you very much for hosting, Pete. You've done a fine job today. Uh, oh, you're too kind. <laughs> it's been very difficult to get this show rolling without our uh, r- uh, ringmaster here, but you're uh, certainly... Filling some big shoes, Pete. Well done. <laughs> All right. I'll hold down the fort until Tim gets here. Have, have a great rest of your day, G-Unit. <laughs> G-Unit. Mark Hanna of Evergreen 
wealth strategies. Can't emphasize enough how important it is to have a, a financial advisor, but then it's not just any financial advisor. It's somebody who who knows but cares. Again, plenty of people can know but cares, and Mark Hanna helps everyday people every day get their finances organized. You can call him at 314-889-0503. That's 314-889-0503, or go online to evergreenstl.com. His name is Mark Hanna. He is with Evergreen Wealth Strategies, and I can tell you from getting to know Mark here over the last year that this is a first-class person who has your best interests at heart, and just calling him at 314-889-0503 is going to make you feel better and you're on the right track. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. And now we're going to go to Joe and his picks for Week 10 of Pick 6. What up, Joe? Uh, yeah. uh, hello. Yes, the people lining up for back-to-back weeks of two and four. Hopefully this week we can get to 500, which was what everybody would love to do is lose money on the juice. Uh, first up, I'm going to go to the Pac-12 where no one watches football games, but the Oregon Ducks are playing on the road at USC. I will lay the four and a half on the Ducks. USC, not good. Don't think Oregon's particularly great, but a team still playing for something, I suppose. Uh, my one uh, charitable NFL pick this week, I will lay a point with the Colts on the road at Pittsburgh. I, uh, I'm i surprised the number's this low. I would typically think there'd be a little bit of reactionary uh, line movement based on what the Steelers did in the first half against the Dolphins on Monday night. But uh, I think the Colts are good. And they're in a division that is not particularly great, so there is a lot for them to play for. I'll lay that point. G unit shaking up, his head at you. Uh, yeah, I, Joe. Let well, me let me interrupt really quick. I think that's a terrible pick, and I think well, for several reasons. But really, the division I think is solid up and down. I mean, oof. Jacksonville and Tennessee are are bringing up the rear, and those are legit teams. I mean, I, I think anyone could uh, win this. They're division. legit. I think they're legit because they all have to play each other twice. And therefore, it makes the division look better than maybe what it is. I think when you start weighing the division against its contemporaries outside of the division, I think you realize how exposed the division possibly is. Uh, Sean Watson got kicked in the face last week. But I do. I, I think... I think it breeds a hell of a lot of mediocrity. I, I, I think there's some comparisons potentially to the National League Central at times during the previous baseball season where the teams have to play each other. And so somebody's got to win and someone's got to lose. And all of a sudden you just have teams that are kind of bunched together in a very tight pack. That doesn't mean they're good. They haven't been able to separate themselves from anybody else. Well, it doesn't mean they're good, but it, but it could mean they're good. Um, it, could it, could, it could be mediocrity or it could be good. And and the reason why I say that is because I just looked at, at this Jacksonville line um, in London against Houston, and I thought it was a little goofy that Houston is only favored by one and a half. And so I'm like, what? What's the deal with Jacksonville? And you look at what they've done this year. I mean, pretty impressive team, really. Sitting at four and four. Uh, uh, I mean, and, and they're and, accustomed to playing in London yearly. Yeah, they. So they haven't played there yet this year, right? No, they play once a year there, I think. But listen to what Jacksonville's done just in its last five. I mean, they they, they beat the Jets by two touchdowns. They beat Cincinnati by Not 10. They just lost to to the Saints by a touchdown. Uh, and good then team. they lost to Carolina at Carolina by a touchdown. They won at Denver. Mediocre. Um, Not a good always team. tough to win in Denver. So, I, I mean, they're playing it's every— tough to win in Denver when Denver's terrible. Well, Denver's one of my picks this week. 
against the Browns. God bless you. Well, also not a good team. Just FYI, guys, we got the Colts. The Colts are minus one and a half this week. I'm still fine with the hook. I'd make a I'd make a side bet with you on that game. You want to make a side bet? No, I don't, because all I've done is lose all the time. All right, I'll let you get back to it. Uh, all right, what's next on the list? I, I disagree with you on, on this and your thoughts on the division. Your justification for the Jaguars and the three wins they gave, you gave them against three bad teams. The Jets, bad. Bengals, bad. And uh, the Broncos, bad. Like, your justification for those three teams, they're all bad. They, I mean, the games all that right, they're losing are close games to good teams. I mean, it, it's undeniable the Saints are are legit, maybe even the best team in the NFL. We don't know how they'd match up against New England, but th- they're pretty damn good, and, and they lost by a touchdown, and then they lost by a touchdown at Carolina. I mean, these, these, those are good teams. Of, but what is the average margin of victory in the NFL this season for teams? So, yes, I mean, the, the whole premise in, in the, the, the building of the league was meant to be in parity, and then you have one team that just is able to be so much better than everybody else, that being the Patriots. But the idea of the league is that the games are going to be within one score. And so their losses, yes, they were within one score. Granted, they were against good teams. They still lost. Um, next up, I'll go to the Big Ten, a team that is already bowl eligible, and I will lay ten and a half on the Indiana Hoosiers against Northwestern, Northwestern allergic to scoring, uh, and Indiana can score, and they do score against bad teams. That's what they do. I will lay that 10.5. I like that, uh, bit, Joe. Next up, game. Thank you. Thank you. That might be one of my two victories. That's kind of the way this thing's going. Uh, next up, the uh, game day in Memphis. I'm going to go over the 71.5 with SMU in Memphis. Lots of points going to be scored in that game. Prime time, Saturday night. Uh, in Memphis, I will uh, go over the seventy-one and a half. Game day and is then there. My fifth and final game, game day is in Memphis. Game day is in Memphis this week. Why aren't yeah. they in in uh, Jacksonville or Georgia, and Florida? Jacksonville, because because they're there just about every year, and I think they just wanted to switch it up more than anything else. And you know, Memphis and SMU both having really good seasons. Uh, but that is my next game in Jacksonville, Georgia, Florida, under the forty-four. Although Georgia, both teams coming off of a bye week, I guess, but. Georgia might have time to kind of get their offense worked out, but until that point comes, I just can't justify going over with them at any point right now. I will go under the 44 in that game. All right, Joe, Tim is in a meeting, and I know that you have to run, so why don't you just go ahead and give us your lock right now? On the heels of – oh, wow, my voice just cracked. Uh, On the heels of three consecutive road victories for Manchester United, I'm going to lay half a goal minus 115 – Saturday morning, it's actually a, a convenient time more so than usual because uh, the English adjust their clocks one week early. So this week will be 7.30 on Saturday morning against Bournemouth, laying half a goal with Manchester United minus 115. That is my walk, my lock, and I feel so good about 3-3 three and three this week. I shouldn't be so proud, but that's kind of where things stand. Yeah, I think it's looking like a 2-4 a and four week again for you, Joe. I see a two and four. Yeah. Indiana yeah. and Man U. You know, you know what? If, if that is the case, if I can consistently go two and four, uh, well-knowledged listeners can fade all of my picks and go four and two. That's a great point. What's going to be for Halloween, Joe? I'm not a Halloween dresser-upper because, well, I'm 40, and I don't have children. And, <laughs> That's a huge uh, upset. So Do you give candy out? Do you give candy out? 
Yeah, we'll give out candy. I can't envision any uh, any kids. Uh, last year, I think we had like nine groupings of people, but I don't imagine we're going to be too busy with this weather this year. Well, you got you you can't keep the kids home. I, I imagine you'll probably get the same amount. Maybe earlier. Uh, I think that I think that trunk or treat stuff is kind of taken over in a lot of cases. That uh, you know how the schools they have that crap and whatever that. Uh, I think that's taken up. Now, next year, possibly, next year's a Saturday, Halloween, because of leap year. Uh, so maybe next year will be a good year. But this year, I just don't see it happening. You know, Trunk or Treat was canceled for a lot of schools this year, Saturday night before thanks or before Halloween. That's the big Trunk or Treat night, and it was pouring down rain, if you remember. So these kids are really uh, getting yeah, screwed. Yeah, miserable. All right, so I know Tim would ask, you got anything you want to uh, throw in about uh, produce, or, uh, Plowsy or Iggy? Uh, the show was surprisingly surprisingly listenable this week. I don't know what it was. Shot at Iggy. Something different. I'm not not quite sure what it was, but it was surprisingly like listenable and factual, and uh, there was very very little exaggeration this week. Did, I don't know what it was. Did you uh, did you hear the uh, the segment about Plowsy and his his bus trips? <laughs> I couldn't uh, stop no, laughing I did on not. that. I missed that. Oh man. I missed that. Well, you got to go. I don't know when, when was that Monday? Oh. I, I mean, I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I will. Uh, I, I will. I will have Pete text me when he tells me where it is and which hour, and I will go back and listen to Bus Trips with Plowboy. It's in the title. You can find it real easy. All right, I'll check it out. All right, I gotta go. All right, bud. Thanks. Appreciate it. Later. Bye. You know, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is my insurance agent. So this is a first-hand endorsement of James Carlton and his staff in Webster Groves. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. I think a lot of people just go, okay, well, I've got a guy. I've got a lady. I'm good. I don't really care to talk about insurance. It's something, you know, I'm 25, whatever. And that's fine. I understand. I used to think the same way. And then I go down to my basement on March 30th of 2019 and the basement's flooded and the world changes. It just so happens because my interactions with James have been so positive that my wife and I switched to James Carlton uh, in late 2018. And I'm telling you, if we had not, the odyssey that has been a flooded basement throughout all of this precipitation in St. Louis would have been infinitely more difficult to navigate without somebody as active. And on top of it is James Carlton. His phone number is 314-961-4800, or you can go online at carltoninsurance.net. And even now, he still checks in. You know, I mean, it's it's just a different ball game. And even before we had that, which, of course, was a substantial issue, um, you know, we weren't covered on, on something, or I've forgotten to make a payment. It wasn't like it was like some monster payment. It was a small payment. But he's like, hey, just so you know, uh, you haven't made this payment. We want to make sure that's taken care of so you're covered. It's just... It's, it's just different. It's different in a much better way. And that's why, you know, if, if you ran into me at a, at a bar or restaurant and said, hey, you know, and I have had it happen. Hey, Tim, who's that insurance agent? People email me. And I go, oh, it's James Carlton. Here, let me include him on the on the email. And I know he's going to be on top of it. I don't think twice about it. It's not like I'm like, oh, yeah, let me tell you about him. And then somebody actually wants to follow up. And I'm like, oh, God, I hope he does okay. The best, the absolute best. And you're talking about your biggest investments so you want to make sure they're taken care of properly. James Carlton and his staff at Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency will certainly do that. 
961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton, State Farm. So there it is. I'm acting like I listened to it, but Pete just edited it in there, candidly. <laughs> that will wrap up Pick 6, a podcast in which people are either just kind of lurking around 500 or in the case of the weatherman, he has gone the absolute opposite direction of what took place in 2018. Maybe he will begin his Sunday charge this week in Week 10. For Gangster Pete, for G-Unit, for Producer Joe and the Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies phone lines, I'm Tim McKernan. Thank you for listening to another edition of the Tim McKernan Show on the Inside STL Podcast Network from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.